Thank you, Jesus. Thanks, team. Awesome. You may be seated. And uh, thank you, Jesus. I was just uh, holding Caleb before, and uh, I, th- I, thought he, I thought he might have been asleep, and I thought he might bring him up here with me. And I'm thinking, oh, that's cool. We're, you know, we're, a, we're, not, we're not just a, a Christian family church for families. We're not f- just for families. But some people said, we can't come. We're not a family. I'm like, no, that's not what we mean. We want to be a family for everyone who comes. So if you're new here this morning, if you're visiting, Thank you for joining the family today. You're a part of our family as you join with us. And uh, it's so good to have our, our, our friends and our, our, our fellow believers, but uh, a part of our family from the Philippines with us here today. And uh, I'd like us to, to welcome Pastor Annie, but just as she comes to share, um, we've got a video just to show us a few things of what's been happening with our family in the Philippines in, in, in one part. Um, we're, we're a part of what's happening in in the Philippines, in Mount Mayon, and the outreaches they have. And we've just got this short video that we're going to put on now. And then if we can welcome Pastor Annie after that. How exciting to see the, the pictures and hear the stories a little bit. I'm sure we'll hear some more as we invite Pastor Annie to come. And let's welcome her now, please. And uh, get some lights and we'll be good to go. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. And uh, some may, may not realise the connection between... We've had Pastor Alan and Cleophie here before. Is anyone remember Pastor Alan and Cleophie? So, uh, Pastor Annie is married to Lawrence, who is Alan's brother. Uh, no, cousin, sorry. I've got that, got that a little bit closer than it was. But <laughs> and uh, I got to go and uh, spend some time with these guys about four or five years ago in the Philippines and just loved their heart. Just, uh, we got to see the, the building that they were putting up at that stage that we've been a part of and... Uh, just really excited to have Annie share with us this morning. Thank you. Well, thank you, Pastor Andrew. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Amen. It's great to be here with you. Uh, I send you greetings, uh, my husband, Lawrence, and my son, Dodge, is the one who made that video and sent it to Pastor Andrew. And from our church, from our team, yeah, we, we are really grateful uh, to be connected with you. You are part of all those things that we are doing. Thank you very much. Well, uh, it's a great privilege to be here with you. English is my fourth language. <laughs> I, I used to be interpreting with the visiting team coming. And it's my first time to be here. Is speaking, I might not bleed. I hope it will not. <laughs> but it's. Uh, uh, I hope you won't mind. You won't mind with my grammar. <laughs> I tried my best. I will try my best to to speak clearly as much as I can, as God leads me, as the Holy Spirit leads me to give you the message. Well, my message for today, I'll try to. Uh, listen to God <laughs> and I hope it will be relevant to your need and uh, I will preach um, I know you don't want <laughs> long preachers we have uh, a saying in the Philippines that blessed are those who preach short for they will be invited again <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I'll try. I, I was give. I asked Pastor Andrew how much time do I need to speak, and he said you can share thirty minutes because in the Philippines we share forty-five minutes to one hour. 
I don't know, but I, I'll try my best to make it shorter. Amen. So I will be sharing uh, in First Samuel chapter 30. That's the whole chapter, but I will just get three points there where we will be talking about stability. Amen. And uh, I will be sharing stability despite the pressures, problems, and persecutions that we are facing day by day. Amen. And uh, I know we are facing this sometimes or maybe all the time. <laughs> the persecutions, the problems, and pressures. But... Uh, I will be talking about stability. And here we see David. He faced these three things. He faced pressures. He faced uh, problems and persecutions from his own men. In 1 Samuel 30. Let's open a Bible in 1 Samuel 30. But I will not be uh, reading all those. But I will be uh, picking up three things there that David uh, showed stability in response to the pressures and persecutions and problems he faced. Amen. We know David, he was addressed as a man after God's own heart. Amen. In spite of all, of all his failures and imperfections, he's not, he was successful but he, he's got failures and imperfections. But he was addressed as a man after God's own heart because of his response in the things that he faced. In all these uh, uh, persecutions and problems and pressures that he faced. Now, is being successful is different from being stable. You may be successful in, in your career, in your business, in your family, in the ministry, but it doesn't mean you are stable. I met a man uh, many years ago, about 27 years ago. He came to Philippines, and he was a great man. He was uh, very successful in his ministry, and he's got that prophetic uh, gift things. He prophesies on people. But I was surprised when I came here that uh, I heard, I was shocked that he's no longer going on with the Lord. He's no longer in the ministry. And it's sad, isn't it? So he was successful, but he was not stable. Because stability for me means continuity. Continuing what God has told and called you to do. In here, we can see First Samuel in First Samuel, First uh, Chapter Thirty. I got these three points I saw from David. That's why I I I, I uh, call these three G's for three P's. The three P's are the pressures. The problems and persecutions that he faced. And the three G's are the solution. That's why he, he, uh, he was called a man 
after God's own heart because of his stability. Amen. The first thing, you could say, I, I'll just uh, share with you the, the little background. When they came from battle, actually they, they, were not, they did not join that battle because they were rejected. So they, they came back to Siklag where they are uh, based in that Siklag. And when they came, it was burned, totally destroyed. And then their families, their loved ones, even David's wives, okay, their sons and daughters were taken captive by the Amalekites. And then when they came, they were really greatly distressed and they were bitter in their spirit and they cried and cried that until they were, there was no more voice because they just kept crying. Even David, he cried and cried and cried. And then the worst thing is that David's men, the 600 men that went with him for battle, wanted to stone him. They were thinking to, to kill David. They, they're holding stone on their hands and wanted to, 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 to stone him. And, and uh, they are blaming David of what had happened, of what happened to their loved ones and to their families that had been taken captive. And then David didn't know. What do you do when you don't know what to do? <laughs> he didn't know what to do because all these people are wanting to, to kill him, wanting to stone him. And then the first thing he did, he inquired to the Lord. That's why he, he wrote this uh, in Psalms. It was said there in, uh, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where my help comes from. And when my heart is overwhelmed, I go to the rock that is higher than me. So he was surrounded, so surrounded by these people, angry and uh, really discouraged and really putting the blame on David. And David himself is having that, uh, at, uh, that uh, uh, discouragement and his, he, it was said he also wept because his family was also taken captive and he was greatly distressed but the first thing he did was he went to God for help so God first amen so I believe sometimes we are uh, facing this thing where do you go when you're facing problems persecutions pressures so let's take a look at David the first thing he do this is God go to God amen that's the first thing he did David know God intimately so being God-dependent is depending on His grace. Me coming here, I'm totally dependent on His grace. <laughs> I cannot stand here speaking uh, the uh, whole English. But I'm dependent on the Holy Spirit. I'm dependent on God. So the, 
knowing God is being dependent on Him and Him alone and on His grace. Amen. So David know his God. He know Him. He knew Him intimately. He's, he just doesn't know Him just, just uh, casual. But he knew Him intimately. He's got that very deep relationship with his God. So though he's not perfect, he's got failures, but he is real. Amen? In coming to God, we must be real and we must be honest. Just tell him what you're feeling. And the second thing was, and this is very sad because when he inquired, he inquired to the Lord, the Lord answered him that God will give him success. So they went to pursue the enemies and to, to bring back their loved ones, their families. But 200 men stayed back. And wanted, uh, they were, uh, it was said there that they were exhausted. They don't want to, to go with David and uh, the 400. So they stayed back. But you know what? These 200 men became David's support group. Then the second thing is, the second G is get a support group. Go to God first and get a support group. I mean, not, not everyone can go. Amen. There are people that stayed back, but those people are the ones praying, the ones supporting, the ones doing the administration. Uh, in our case, yes, we are out there doing the work, but you are part of what we are doing because you are helping us to keep going. Amen. And we are so blessed and we are so glad that we know we, we were connected to you. And you are part of what we are doing, what, what Pastor Paul and Pastor Joe are doing. You are part of it. In 2009, I met this amazing man, a very lovely man, a lovely person. I met him in Cebu. If he can still remember, that's your brother, dear brother here, Richard. We call him pastor. I know he's not a pastor, but he's got that caring heart. I met him there, and through that, since then, we get connected. And we are very so thankful that we get connected to you. Amen. We need a support group. We need someone that can inspire us. We need someone to mentor us. We need someone that we can look up and we can uh, be encouraged But what he's been doing. In, 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 in my personal life, there are people that I look up. Like those who are uh, in, in my marriage life, I look up to those people that their marriage is very strong, like Papa Barry and Mam Rosalie and Mike Cronin, and we look up to them, and we we are really inspired by their marriage life and the the the, the way they serve God. So in our life, we need someone that can come alongside us, that we can 
uh, imitate or we can not really imitate but someone who can uh, uh, inspire us. Amen. And here, as Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And I know here, if you want to be stable, we need to look for people who can come alongside us, pray for us, mentor us, and be part of uh, getting involved, especially in this church. Amen. If you want to be stable, we need to be involved and have someone who can inspire us. Look for someone who can inspire you. And that's very, very, very important. Influence is very, very important. Imparting your life is very, very important. So the third thing that I saw here in verse 11 and in verse 12 is even though you are, they're facing that circumstance, uh, David and his men, they found someone, an uh, Egyptian slave, who was left by his uh, master. And that Egyptian slave, they, they fed him and helped him. So the next G is, even though you're facing a uh, situation, never forget to give help to others. Live beyond yourself. Amen. This Egyptian slave, they show kindness to him. Show kindness along the way. Treat those you meet with respect and dignity no matter how insignificant that person is. Because he's just a slave. He may be insignificant, but you know what? This Egyptian slave that they helped, they led them to reach their purpose. And their purpose is to rescue their loved ones, their family that's been taken captive. And God used that Egyptian slave where they gave help along the way. They fed him. Amen? So, in our life, I remember when we were starting the work in uh, Iriga, we want to reach to the tribal people because these people uh, really need uh, God. They are poor, but most, uh, especially they are poor in their spirit. So I was trying to to reach them, but I don't know how I can reach them. And then I, I met, I saw one lady when we were, me and Lawrence were uh, doing jogging in an oval. And then I saw one lady, she was crying. She was crying. And I didn't know that she's from that tribal uh, uh, community. I was just uh, watching her and and uh, I, I, I saw her crying, and then I tried to, to talk to her. And then uh, finally, I was able to talk to her. And she said that the, she, she has that really big problem, and 
the the I think the granddaughters in the hospital and they didn't have that money to 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 bring him to bring her out from the hospital and she's really uh, having this headache and uh, could do uh, she doesn't know what to do and I took that opportunity to to minister to her I prayed for her but I just did not pray for her I gave him, her a little a uh, little uh, amount just to help her. And then through that, the Lord brought us to his, to my uh, desire that I want to reach the tribal people. And then we're able to reach the tribal people through that lady because we extended help to her. So that's uh, what I... Uh, experience and maybe uh, that person is insignificant but in God he is sig significant she is significant every one of us is significant whatever uh, status of your life you are significant to God uh, I praise God because I learned from David's life it's, it doesn't matter whether you are successful or you are effective. But as long as you respond, uh, it's how you respond to situation. How you respond to pressures, to problems. That matters much. It's whether you are just... Uh, uh, not not really successful in life, but when you are uh, when you respond positively to situation, that shows stability. Stability matters to God. Amen. And I want to finish with this uh, message. If you are in that situation that you are facing pressures, problems. I know I can identify with mothers here. I can identify, uh, I can identify with my co-pastor here, Pastor Andrew. It's not that easy, amen? Serving God is like committing suicide. <laughs> you need to be dead to yourself. You need to kill yourself every day and not to look at yourself. But doing that, we need God. Amen. We need God. And we need to get a support group wherein who can identify with you, wherein you can, you can share what you are going through. And then by doing that and, and not exempting yourself from giving help to others. Because when you refresh others, you yourself will be refreshed. Amen. I don't know. Can, 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 can we all stand? And I just want to finish with this word. God wants us to look to Him. God wants us to Depend on Him.
not to fall from His grace, but day by day we need to ask God to help us. Only God can help us. With the life of David, he became a better person, even though he faced all those situations, even though he faced pressures. He became a better person. As you can see, the, two, the 400 men, they were successful in pursuing their enemies. But coming back, that situation did not change them. They were still bitter. The 400 men that went with David, they were addressed as evil and troublemakers. Because they were not changed. God allows situation to change us. It's not the matter of what and why, but how do we respond to all those situations? How do we respond? God can only change us if we respond right to all those situations. Let's come before God this morning. I don't know who among you here facing situations like that. But uh, we have pastors here who can pray for you. You can come to God. You can ask someone to come alongside with you and just to support you. Just to bring encouragement with you so you can continue, so you can go on with God has called you to do. God wants us to become stable, not just successful. He is happy. He is happy for us to become successful. But most of all, God wanted us to become stable. Can we worship God? Can we? And then I will hand this over to Pastor here. And whoever wants prayer, maybe you can come and ask some, somebody to pray for you. We have pastors here, Pastor Joe and Pastor Paul. Uh, we are happy. And we are willing to pray for you. Thank you very much and God bless. Let's just begin to, to respond and, and ask God, do I need to respond this morning? Do I want to go forward for prayer? Is there someone that can come alongside you this morning? Let's, let's just respond to him now. Thank you, Lord.